0: Do you have any ideas for a cold open? Oh, I thought you had a cold open. I don't. We're not doing Olympics again? No, because I just did that two days ago. Well. And that it'll, it'll be over.
1: Sad. Or happy, maybe? By the time and this comes then, out. Then, uh, what do you think cold opens are usually for anyways? Oh, just- It to- doesn't matter what you think cold opens are for. You, you guys ever watch The Rock? This is one of the things he did in WWE. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where to for the opinion, then he just cut them off immediately when they try to express something out. Okay.
0: Amazing. Let's try it again.
2: <laughs> we got the right guy here.
0: Yeah.
1: That's why,
2: that's why I asked you to be here. <laughs> for this knowledge. Are you a big fan of Vader and or Jake the Snake?
1: Uh, I. Know it I'll doesn't be... matter
0: <laughs> if you're a fan of Vader <laughs> or Jake the Snake. Okay, turn it on. No, to it, face, it does, please though. <laughs> please tell us.
1: <laughs> uh, not so much. Uh, I really got in around, I guess, early 2000s. So that was like around Rock, beginning of Cena, Kane, all of them. Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's a one that I know. But Vader, Jake the Snake, Ravishing Rick Rude, and all of them, I know of them. It's just, I don't really, never followed.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: I have zero opinion. Yeah, I've never gotten into wrestling. Well, the only reason I got into it is uh, whenever me and my mom started hanging out with my dad, he and mom would go to town every once in a while on Mondays because he had to go and pay some bills or something like that, right? And so, he didn't want to miss wrestling, so I stayed behind. He said to the VCR, and said, all right, boy, record the <laughs> episodes, pause the recording whenever it's on commercial, start again whenever uh, it's back on, and that was my life for a few years. Now <laughs> <laughs> definitely didn't know what wrestling was beginning, but after that.
2: You got an appreciation
1: for it. And that's why his name is TiVo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this was <clears throat> way before TiVo. That's so, so <laughs> what we call him around <laughs> here. I guess I was TiVo, then. That's yeah,
0: your, you were TV. That's your uh, your wrestling name, <laughs> Justin <laughs> Tivo Jefferson. Justin Tivo. My
1: middle name does start with a T. Perfect. There you go. There you go. Um,
2: yeah. Is Sean a God? Sean Michaels? No, Sean Hunter? Hunter. I don't know. We'll have to get into that <laughs> on the episode. I don't know if it's will, it's willing to talk. He's the one who breaks the fourth wall. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, he does start to do that. Man, he's the only one who's done it so far.
0: Mm -hmm. And he might be the only one that ever does. I'm just saying, is Sean a god? Maybe so. We'll have to check the evidence as we watch. Oh wait, this is the character of the episode. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> when I was reading the wiki and uh, watching the episode, I kept thinking whenever they said Sean, I always thought they said man, Sean Michaels.
2: No, Sean is the best friend um, with the good hair. Well,
1: yeah, okay, yeah, the good he's hair. their
2: uh, he's their Barney. Yeah, yeah, he was the Barney in the episode. There's probably something in there for a gold open.
3: It doesn't matter if there's
2: something in there for a
3: gold open. <laughs>
0: WWF. Unless someone real decides to sponsor us. This is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm one of your
2: hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance. Hey, Chance. Hey, Cameron. How's it going? I'm disgusted. Why are you disgusted? I would never take money from Vince McMahon. Nor should you. I guess it's not real, but Vince McMahon is a bad man. At least I think so. Um, yeah. And, and I'm insulted even by the fake insinuation he would, we would take money from him.
0: Don't worry, dear listener, we've never been sponsored by anybody. And so the WWF stuff was neither World Wrestling Federation nor the World Wildlife Fund. Neither Ooh. one of them have given us any money, which is why they changed it to WWE because WWF like well, sued wildlife.
1: them or threatened to sue them. Yeah, they sued them. <laughs> it was funny. This big campaign says "Get the f out" and just a bunch of vignettes of them breaking off the f on the WWE logo. <laughs> uh, I also would not want to be associated
2: with Vince McMahon.
1: So Wait, I get it.
0: the World Wildlife Fund people did that, or the WWE? Like the wrestling people just made those.
1: Is it like WWE? in a marketing campaign they were making those commercials gotcha but you're right the world wildlife fund did sue them
0: right but i would love to see commercials from the world wildlife fund that were get the f out and showed like pandas or whatever like smashing the f off wwf or something (laughs) like that um i love it that would have been really enjoyable i think i would remember that actually If that had happened.
2: Um, I promise I will not spend this entire episode trashing Vince McMahon. I just want it out there. He's a bad man. Yeah. Got to protect those uh, wrestlers. They they have rights. They do. Anyway. Anyway, you've heard his voice.
0: Yeah, so we're going to introduce our guest. A dear friend. Known him for several years now. Has it been several years? It has been. Like
1: five. It doesn't seem that long ago when I came to... uh... Christ Community, Hope Community, yeah. all that stuff.
0: I mean, I think you were there before we were. And then really? We, mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So I've known him for a while, like five years. and uh, But here he is, straight from my kitchen slash <laughs> dining room, Justin Jefferson. Because it's Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. He's right. on I'm... our show, Boy Meets World fever. <laughs> it's what he's doing good to know i got friends who will always podcast with me
1: because it's justin jefferson Ooh, you know he's right he says straight from his kitchen i've been secretly living under his house for a while now Ooh, Ooh. kind of (laughs) been hard (laughs) hasn't been hard nope we like to keep it pretty
0: well stocked around here i've noticed just for if anybody wants to live under my house i appreciate it yeah always happy to help
2: (laughs) i live above his house
0: it's just like a three-story kind of multi-family home, except it's just a one-family home.
1: Cameron <laughs> really is the glue here. That's
0: true. In anime shirt. Uh-huh. Repping the My Hero Academia um, on this wonderful night.
1: It's true. I've always enjoyed Bakugo the most, though. Even though it was kind of a jerk, weirdly enough.
0: Yeah, he's, he's a jerk,
2: but he's fun. Lots of room for, for character growth. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you have this no is, idea.
2: This is now a My Hero Academia podcast. Oh, gosh. Today's topic, why is Kirishima best boy?
0: I was always more of a tetsu, 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 tetsu guy myself. Now you're just getting redundant. If I had to choose.
2: (laughs) Welcome to My Podcast Academia. Oh, (laughs) if we did an anime podcast, we would be eaten alive.
0: Yes, we would. Just by the community at large. If you
1: get one fact wrong, then we're just... I just,
0: it's not actually Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. It's pronounced, I don't know. Redundant. Yeah,
2: we're just gonna. Suko Yomi is a raven, not a crow. Get with it. Yeah, we're completely out of our depth. If we were gonna try something like that. It'd be fun for five minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Unless it is a podcast on Gundam trivia, then come at me. I'm right
1: and you're wrong. Don't come at me. I have no idea about any of that stuff. Except,
2: I don't know a lot of anything.
1: Although, I do remember this Gundam SD, I think. Where they were like chibi robots, and I sometimes wonder if that was a fever dream. (laughs) It it wasn't. Uh,
2: There's at least two different series um, that are in that style that tell the story of Romance of the Three Kingdoms, the Three Kingdoms period in China, with chibi robots instead of people. And they are two separate series that tell the same story, but differently.
1: None of what you said sounds real. I,
2: I know, I'm aware. Maybe
0: we should tell more history through chibi robots. Not just Romance of the Three Kingdoms? Yeah. Twice? Like, I want to see American Revolution. Give me the Syrophoenician Wars. Give <laughs> me... I can't think of any other wars. I'm not sure why,
1: them. but I feel like if we do that, we're treading into very dangerous waters. <laughs> he's not wrong yeah
0: an american civil
1: war done by chibi robots or there's just a bloodthirsty like a a cult following that already yeah
2: it's probably there i i think sd gundam uh punic wars sounds delightful i'd watch um we've lost our entire audience no one knows (laughs) at all what we're talking about (laughs) i
0: like i think they do the punic wars robots chibi those are all those are
2: all things that are part of
1: you say that but i'm right here and i'm already lost <laughs>
2: i suppose we should jump into the episode but first we need to get to know our guest. yeah, yeah. Justin, so, tell Justin, us about yourself
1: what's your history with the show uh well camera we said this is the episode we're doing episode uh, uh season four episode nine nine what was it 16 candles and 400 pound man i was all titled of- huh this sounds concerning <laughs> so i watched it, and it you know what it was surprisingly delightful Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is your first episode? Yeah, this first time I also saw Topengu, which I've seen many memes about, but never knew who she was. Yeah, and okay. now you do. So you're like completely just, you're not even really like seeing memes of the
2: show or anything.
1: No, not really. Growing up, it was always things like uh, 227, Rifleman, uh, Andy Griffith Show. That's what my dad liked. Okay. Gotcha.
0: So never any current stuff as much, other than wrestling on Monday nights. Well, once again, that was because of my dad. Right. <laughs>
2: all right well we will be eager to hear what you thought of the show i i think this is you may be the least experienced with the show we've ever had on which is fun
0: Mm -hmm. yeah but i I feel like it's helpful to because it's easy to come at a show like this with like mm-hmm. rose-colored glasses, wow. like nostalgia filter. So having someone who's like completely unfamiliar with it to watch and kind of give their opinions.
1: Well, during the episode, I thought, "Wow, this is completely a product of his own time." Yeah. Oh yeah. Like some of the timing of the jokes are so hokey that you know what? The whole uh, WWF background actually fits in pretty well because if you guys know anything about wrestling, you know the whole thing is one complete ham. Yeah. It's just like a. A, what do you call it? Like a play
2: with 400-pound men hitting each other. <laughs> Wait, wrestling's not real. I'm sorry, Cameron. <laughs> All I've ever known is a lie. What do they? What, what did they say? Like, hey, the athleticism and the things the athletes can do—that's very real. Mm-hmm. Just the outcomes are predetermined.
1: What was it like? If they put their dreams, their bodies on the line. Cheer for them, believe them, but don't try this at home. <laughs> or some sort we'll of shortened version of uh-huh. that. That's nice, though. That's I feel like that should be
0: said before everything.
1: Yes, and then completely ignored. Uh-huh. Just, just check YouTube, TikTok, okay, really any kind of thing.
0: I want you both to go lay on the ground outside, and I'm gonna to try to Vader bomb you.
1: Okay. Are you gonna set it any faster than oh. we I'm
2: going to set it up really fast. <laughs> uh, and we'll cut right here and tell you how we feel afterwards.
1: Oh, Cameron. <laughs> Cameron, you, you you fell on
2: your face and broke it. Oh, the whole thing. My nose, my nose is broken. Blood everywhere. Oh gosh, Cameron, why did you try it at home? I was such a fool. Don't
0: try it at home, kids. Don't do it at home, kids. That was our audition tape for the new wrestling network. We're going to be starting podcast wrestling.
2: <laughs> podcast wrestling. That Um Look out for me and Kevin Porter in a steel cage match. Mm-hmm. I will be.
1: Adopting the character of Bonesaw, because Bonesaw is ready. I'll be the referee, and you know, the one. You just lightly tag, the next thing you know he's blown away on the ground. Oh, unconscious bon- for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Because this is no rules. No they're, no, they're a rule. They just took me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you take out the person calling the rules, there's no, no rules till they're back. It's true. You know what i say? If you want to get away with something, make sure you're not seen doing it. It's true. I, I'm here for it. Alright, yeah. so Chance. Why don't you
0: give us a synopsis of the episode, and then we can get started talking about it.
2: Um, Corey is in a classic sitcom setup where he needs to be in two places at once. Even though he doesn't, but we'll get to that. Um, he uh, he is just in this classic setup where Frankie wants his dad to love him, and he wants to help with that. And Topanga wants him to be at the, her sweet sixteen, and he loves her, and he wants to help with that. Hilarity ensues. It does. It really yes. does. So this episode is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Because, much like Singled Out, this episode is nothing. Like, again, no real character development. Everyone ends in the same place they do. However... It is done in such a more Boy Meets World way that it's so much better.
0: That is true. It is It is a lot better. I, I see what you're saying, that there's nothing. Like, no character development or anything. But at the same time, I feel like there's maybe a little, a little Corey and Topanga. You see some of Cory, like the good side of Cory on display versus some of the more neurotic, super selfish Cory going on mm-hmm. in most every other episode.
1: <laughs> no, granted, I haven't. This is the only episode I've watched. But it seems like uh, Vader and his son have more of an open pathway of communication now. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, it'd be great if we ever saw them
0: again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we ever see Vader again.
2: No, this is the last time we see Vader. We we'll see
0: Frankie at least in the next episode. Yeah, we see Frankie two more times in the entire series.
1: Yeah, but the one thing I did like about the whole Vader thing was that he was so ready to hear his son's advice about pro wrestling. Like, he just didn't know what to do with it. his son's uh, interest in poetry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the world, not the world he grew up in. So I I think you got to see just a little bit of growth in Vader in that he wanted to connect with his son. He just didn't know how to, and him being... Classic strong man didn't know how to process it. Yes.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you, there is growth in Frankie, but I was talking about main characters. Because Frankie and his dad are great. In fact, (laughs) this isn't the first time I've said it, a spinoff starring Frankie, that was the move. It'd go down real real smooth. Because every time Frankie's in an episode, he learns, he grows, he's a delight. Mm -hmm. Um, Even
1: when he's the bad guy. Even when he's the bad guy. Please just tell me. Whenever he's the bad guy, does he still speak in poetry prose? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that about him. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. His cadence is one of the best parts about
2: him. And I just give me that character. <laughs> uh-huh. I just want more. I need more. Um, but as far as the main characters, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But but no one's like
0: unbearable. No. Everyone, everyone is really pleasant. Yes, it's it's not like Eric on Singled Out and you're like, "What is he doing? Like this is ridiculous. This is nonsense. Why is yes. he acting this way?" Um, it's like everybody is yeah fit in their slot and it's doing nicely.
2: I, I I feel like that came across as negative. I really like this episode. It's just <laughs> like I'm drawing a contrast between it and Singled Out, which we did two episodes ago. Where Singled Out was absolutely nothing. It was fluff. Might as well not have been hit there. This was also fluff, but it involved a Corey and Sean shenanigan, which when Corey and Sean are up to a shenanigan, it's always good stuff. Mm -hmm. It prominently featured Topanga, and it had Frankie in it. And all of these things made it so much more Boy Meets World. Absolutely. That the fluff was like, it went from like cotton candy to like... A delightful dessert a molten chocolate cake if you will <laughs> it still was not what nourished you i mean it still wasn't like you know the core blue meets world what you're gonna always remember but it was a great dessert i don't know what kind of life you live i like to remember the desserts. so
1: <laughs> whatever man so i maybe took that analogy too far maybe a little but that's okay it's what we do. Um, I like salty things myself so you know. Yeah. I feel completely cut off from this conversation. How dare you? My voice matters.
0: It's the uh, <laughs> spinach <laughs> artichoke dip before the meal.
2: And now I've, I've lost my own analogy at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where
0: that,
1: where, where, how that works but it went somewhere. Just fun, trust me. Trust me it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what I'm saying is this is It the, doesn't matter what you're saying.
2: Love it. <laughs> Comedy rule of force. We're just rewriting the book on comedy. <laughs> that was the funniest one because I didn't see it coming. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere. Uh, this is a great episode of Boyman's World, and it is the right way to do filler. Where singled out was maybe the wrong way to do filler. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay. You just stopped. I did. I was like, we, I, was trying to, I was doing the
0: calculus in my head of where are we going next. We can just dive in. <laughs> talk through the episode, discuss what comes up. and uh, You
2: mean do an episode of Women's World Fever?
0: Some might say. <laughs> I, I'm just laying out where we're going. Man, what a concept. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever done this before, but we're going to talk about an episode of TV on a podcast.
1: This is so brave. You, so think so there's,
0: you think there's a market for that?
1: What is happening right now? I don't know, but I'm scared. <laughs>
0: In the description of this episode, Cameron invents Rewatch Podcasts.
2: <laughs> Cameron
1: finally figures out what we do on Boy with World Fever. I going to take in... What episode are you guys on now? I like think 54 or 55? Yeah, it's been, And that's not even... This including. has been a very long and intense journey for both of these men. And we are glad that you've been here for the entire ride. Thank you. We're listening. Everything before now was prologue.
2: <laughs> now we are on the log. We're just gonna take the episode scene by scene and talk about what happens in those scenes and give our thoughts and opinions on it.
1: Oh Brilliant. <laughs> This is their version of the Silmarillion. And, I, mean, <laughs> I know wow. you haven't listened to it a
2: ton, but that's actually kind of apt. <laughs> there's some <laughs> there's some hoops we have to jump through. Yes. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, Marillion. so we start out in Turner's class. Yes, in Turner's year.
0: Yeah, I'm so so Mr. Turner, he was a very prominent teacher in seasons two and three. Um, like Sean, even ended up living with him when his parents took off for all of season three. for the entire yeah the entirety of season three. And um, yeah, so he's been like this major character. But then once you get to, to season four, he kind of starts to fade out. So much
2: so that I forgot he was in every episode he's been in yeah. so far. Yeah, he's
0: been, around, this is the ninth episode. and I think he's been in like four,
2: mm-hmm. three
0: or four, which has just kind of been surprising. Yeah.
2: Every time I, he, he's here, I'm like, Turner, you're still alive. Mm-hmm. He's great.
1: Yeah, he is, you know, like I said, first episode I've ever seen. But for the short interaction I had with him, he definitely, uh, not really commanded presence, but he had something to do and he wasn't pointless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is like Sean, let's, let's, uh, get your get your butt out of bed and go to class. And then Sean just walks out. I did, I did like Turner's
3: I wonder what's gonna happen. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so great. Um but Corey's reading poetry and doing so I meant to look up what poem he was reading and I did not. Yeah, I didn't either. It was it was a poem though. Mm-hmm. Um, I about, thought he was doing okay, according to Frankie, about
2: unobtainable love, yeah,
0: or unrequited love, yeah. Perhaps.
1: Apparently, he read it in a very moving way. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it felt like a very Corey way. Yeah, it, I wasn't particularly moved by it. I don't
1: know about you guys. I don't think I was listening whenever he was reading. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was kind of tuning it out. Yeah, it's like okay, let's get to the episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Um, this is this is nothing. But this is apparently not... This is important for our timeline and our understanding of how the school works. This is apparently not their sophomore, junior, whichever year they're in, we're still not sure. Mm-hmm. English class. English class. This is a poetry class, which explains it must be an elective of some sort. Why Frankie's F- there? Frankie is there. Mm-hmm. Frankie is a senior, and he has been a senior for at least four years, if not more. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of time to work on his poetry speech. <laughs> uh-huh. So, but yes, that explains why Frankie is in this class with our three heroes. Yes, it makes sense, because we've never seen him in class before. And they always call it poetry class, even Vader later is like, mm-hmm. you're in my son's poetry class. Uh-huh. Not English class. Yeah.
0: Specifically poetry, so I don't know why Sean is there. And he's like,
2: "Corey was reading poetry. I think, I think... Corey filled out Sean's electives, and Topanga filled out Corey's
1: electives. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that makes sense. I, it could be poetry class. I also feel like Vader's not the type of guy to make that kind of distinction. There's it's poetry true. in there? It's a poetry class. You're a
2: bad influence. I, I agree with you, but <laughs> we have to figure out why Frankie is suddenly in their English class. When now, yeah, never I mean, it makes sense that that's
0: the case, but I'm more concerned... If it's a poetry class, I get it. But why is Sean there? Maybe he thought it was like a pottery class.
2: He might have thought it was a pottery <laughs> class. Oh yeah, I'd love pottery. That sounds great. <laughs> oh poetry. <laughs> oh no. Um. Yes. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Topanga filled out Corey's electives, and Corey filled out Sean's. Electives. So that also works. And this is just an elective poetry class, because otherwise, Frankie never being in this class before presents a problem for us. Mm-hmm. But hey we wiped it away. <laughs> um, so yeah, he reads this poem and Turner is actually kind of impressed. Mm-hmm. Matthews, you read that with passion. He's like, so what do you guys think it means?
0: And he goes and asks Sean. That's when he does the the bit that Justin just referenced when he was talking about how great Turner did here and just really captured him. Um, so Sean wanders off. <laughs> He's like, gets up and gets out of bed and he walks out the door. <laughs> um, and then... Frankie mm-hmm. supplies his answer to what he thinks the
2: poem's about. Yeah, and he's talking about like it's a love that the guy that the poet wants, but is unobtainable. Um, but he keeps reaching for it anyway. Mm-hmm. Basically, is what he says. He's like,
0: "That is very like a good answer, Frankie." Mm-hmm. And
1: then Sean said, "It's not about puppy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, Corey said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Corey.
1: Wait, it's not about a puppy? Oh,
2: yeah. uh, <laughs> it, Like Corey is very like shocked by what the poem that you uh-huh. just read was about, which is very funny. Which can happen with poetry. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not paying attention really. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I, that's what it's about. I, I did wish it was a joke running for the rest of the episode, but I do like the running joke in this scene where Frankie goes that Corey's so movingly read and Corey just gives him a two finger salute like hey. A <laughs> and then <it> comes back <laughs> later. He's like, that the poem you so beautifully read. A. <laughs> <"Hey." laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and then class is over. Yes. And then Sean walks through the door. I have no
2: idea where I, am. <laughs> I feel Sean in this scene. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that we would be we feel you,
2: Sean. Here's my question. Where was Turner while Sean was pushing these three desks together so that he may lay, up, lay upon them?
0: Yeah, maybe it was a really long poem. <laughs> and it's like, once the flow is going... You don't water. want to disrupt
2: the class. <laughs> I like that image of Sean like, getting up while
1: Corey's reading the poem, pushing the desks together and laying on them. That's great. You said Sean with Turner, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe just knows when there's a losing battle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, gotta,
2: you gotta know what hill you're ready to die on. <laughs> if you had if you, seen season three, you actually know. That's pretty apt, actually. Yeah. <laughs> It's
0: not not worth it. I mean, we all work in schools. we know yeah so like, we need to draw them. <laughs> Here's the line. you know this is if they cross this line, that's where I'm gonna yeah go
1: for it. All right, this is the fun line. This is no. <laughs> no. put it down. <laughs>
2: ah!
1: <laughs> yep. everything's on the
2: fire. This is fine. Um. <laughs> Goodness. it's so true though. Uh, anyway, uh, so Sean wanders back. he has no idea where he is. And uh, Corey starts talking to Frankie about the poem. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, hey Frankie, like, I was great that you said that about the poem. And he's like, and that was beautiful the way you read it. Hey. <laughs> um, and uh, Mr. Turner comes over, is impressed with Frankie, and is like, save Sean and Corey. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, apparently their poetry grades are really bad. I could see why. Yeah, not sure why. Topanga isn't sh- saving Shonda court huh? uh-huh.
1: I mean, she's got her own problems she's dealing with, as we'll find out later on. Yeah, yeah. So, she's got a yes. lot going on.
0: Yeah.
2: So uh, Frankie gets up, and the boys are like, yeah, we'll help you with your problem. Like, you, this unrequited love. Mm-hmm. And then you can help us with poetry. Yeah. You, you can help them. each other out. <laughs> and Frankie goes, I will have to think on this. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Just like, not even a beat. I will think on it. Okay. I accept your terms. Yeah. <laughs> and then doesn't it
2: instantly they're at
0: his house um I think so yeah Yeah, I think it instantly goes to his house and then there's the scene with Topanga like the next day
2: no no we go out to that hallway first we have to we go out to the hallway first in the school um for Corey to talk to Topanga and he's reading the invitation Mm -hmm. just real quick it's a real quick scene just setting up and Topanga's like oh my gosh that invitation is so embarrassing and if you don't want to come I completely understand why would anyone come (laughs) he's like spaces between your words Yeah. And she's like, it's not important to me, but it's important to my mom. Please come to my party. Instant red (laughs) flags. Yeah. Come on, Corey. And he's like, am I your boyfriend? Yes. Then I'll be
0: there. It's just like such a strange setup. It's like, it's her sweet 16 party. Why is she saying, Corey, please come? Like, wouldn't it just be understood that Corey would go?
2: Yeah. It's not often that Topanga is neurotic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So So far. Yeah. So I don't really get it. like why is she so Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean we learn later on it's very important to her for him to be there so maybe she just doesn't know how to like express gotta create the dilemma yes yes we're gonna get into creating the dilemma (laughs) because this is a very solvable problem (laughs) but we'll get there we will or is it solvable oh very solvable i guess we'll (laughs) see Um, so anyway, we set up that Corey's going to help Frankie and he's got to go to Topanga Suite 16. We don't know how these two storylines are going to interact, but that's where we're at. Next, we go to Frankie's house. Uh So they're there. Trophies everywhere.
0: Mm -hmm. I did notice like in like Sean, because Sean was in the trailer park and I don't know if it's. Yeah, it's been expressed that Frankie also lives in the trailer park. Yeah. Um, Why when your dad's like a WWF wrestler, you live in the trailer park. I'm not sure, but uh, that's where they live. But in like Sean's house, like there's just normal kind of like lazy boy chairs. (laughs) But in Frankie's house, they were like super wide. Yeah. Chairs.
2: I mean, Frankie and his dad. Frankie and his dad are both large men large men yes
0: it's just like a little little subtle thing that's probably just like the exact same set that they just yeah move the stuff around
2: i'm pretty sure it was the exact it same has thing. to be but yeah so we're there and
1: talking about getting into the mind of the author mm-hmm. oh yeah uh Frank is like to read good poetry you have to know what the author is thinking you have to feel what the author is thinking put yourself in their shoes Then it yep. come later <laughs> yeah And yeah, Vader
2: comes in and uh, and Herman. Yeah, apparently they he's been teaching Herman wrestling moves.
1: (laughs) Oh, I forgot about Herman. Yeah, just that one part. Uh huh. Yeah,
0: this is only the second time we've ever seen Herman.
2: Yeah, we will see Herman one
0: more time. But both times have been a delight. Yeah, he like stole the first episode that he was in. Yeah, here and this just this one little scene is really great.
2: I want to know where Frankie and Herman get their cadence. It must be from their mom, right? It has to be. (laughs) i was
1: so surprised that Herman will speak in the same way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Although my barking will need some work.
1: Woof. Woof.
3: Woof. (laughs) Woof.
0: It has a real, um, like, what is it, droopy? Yeah. Droopy (laughs) the dog. (laughs) Kind of droopy. Uh Uh-huh. They're going to make
3: me mad. A wolf. A wolf.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Herman's very funny. And basically, Vader's expressing, like, Frankie could have been something. Mm -hmm, He could have actually actually been a sumo or a wrestler. But instead, he's interested in this crappy poetry Mm -hmm. junk.
0: Yeah, Frankie's like,
2: would you like to see the latest Norton anthology
0: of poetry that I've got? Yes. Um, Which Norton anthology is pretty good. I had quite a few of those through my time, especially in college. Mm-hmm. It was like every English class you took was like five Norton anthology books.
2: Yeah. Um, then this next part, I'm sad I didn't write it down because there's a name that I meant to reference and I just forgot entirely. Um, we've done two this week, guys. I'm sorry, not as prepared for the second. <laughs> um, but Sean goes up to Corey and he's like, "Corey, I know, I know who it is that Frankie loves, but that doesn't love him back." And Corey's like, "Yeah, I do too." And he's like. Like Sally Lee Jenkins or something like that. Whoever. I forgot who he chose. And Corey's like, yeah, yeah, it's her. And he like flicks her and he flicks him. Mm-hmm. So basically, Corey says something to Vader. And Vader's like, you're in my son's poetry class. You're part of the problem. And uh, he's like, hey, that's what you said to Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. No,
1: not What just. did he say? I he think, said, I'm going like, to grind yeah, you up. Rowdy road something? Yeah. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Yeah. That's mm, what he said.
0: What did he say? He's like, I'm going to grind you up and...
2: Oh, I'm going to grind you up like garlic and put you in my pasta. In my that's, spaghetti, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> crush, you, Crush you like garlic and put you on my spaghetti. Yeah. He's like, hey, that's what you said to... What was his name? Rowdy... Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Rowdy, Why, rowdy, Rowdy Piper.
0: Now, you don't... Vader, you don't put garlic in your spaghetti. You put the garlic in first, and then you cook the meat on top of the garlic. After you get it sort of aromatic, come on, Vader.
2: Well, you you put some in your
0: sauce too. Well, you can, but you usually put the garlic in first.
1: Yeah, because
2: it's an aromatic.
0: Yeah. You don't just throw it on later. I yes. mean,
1: if you want back then, if you want to argue with Vader about how he makes spaghetti, yeah, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna Vader bomb me. Um, the old time way. And
2: this is where we learn that Corey is a is a is a wrestlehead.
0: Mm-hmm. First time this information's ever been given to us i mean i don't think we ever encounter it again but i like it as a character trait yeah
2: uh course is really into wrestling he, he never misses a match and yeah and vader's really impressed he's like this is a good boy you should be more like this boy <laughs> and frankie
0: you do a good vader oh thanks. i got the
2: chat you got the vader <laughs> <laughs> thank you um and uh, Frankie, in just one of those heartbreaking moments, maybe in the show so far, that's not a, directly about abuse, goes, yet I love you, father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> His, The way he speaks has made it more tragic, too. Uh,
0: calling him father all the time. and
2: Frankie, like, Frankie had my heart this whole episode. He's just I like, no. <laughs> Yeah, Yo, you're you, you loving someone who doesn't love you back, huh? In a manner of speaking, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yet, I, yet I love you, father. Even later, they're like, Hey, why don't you talk to your dad more about something he loves? My brother Herman? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was so sad. Oh, that is really
2: sad. Oh, um, uh, yeah. So, that's the end of this scene, right? Or, does, or, or is this when he tells Frankie to tell him about the Vader bomb?
0: Um, I feel like I really do feel like we have this, and then it's a Topanga scene, and then that like we already said, and they're then back it's in this trailer. Uh-huh. They come there's two scenes in the trailer.
1: Or well, they talk about how Vader's got to get ready to face Jake Stink Roberts so go to Madison Square Garden to face Shawn Michaels.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you've got to be right. It's got the Topanga scene's got to be. Yeah, I feel like the Frankie the first
0: initial Vader setup happens, and then Topanga, and then and then he comes and in. He comes, this is super what happens when we don't take notes. It's true. It's my own fault. Well, I'm always confused about the order of. Things going mm-hmm. in. Usually, I take detailed and adequate notes. This time, I didn't. So I wanted to impress Justin.
2: Okay. I'm doing a bad job. You've done a terrible job. You leave. Justin is now the po host of this podcast. The po host. The po host. <laughs> are um, you calling me poor? <laughs> I guess I am. I didn't mean to. In telling Cameron he did a bad job, I did a bad job. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Ooh, silver so and <laughs> And I'm back, everyone. And now I'm the one who's gone. Now you're the po host. <laughs> 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 He um, just
0: elbow dropped him.
2: Gave him the people's elbow. But I think you are right. I think he goes directly <laughs> to the trailer, then Panga, then back to the trailer. He's excited. He's got his rematch against Jake the Snake. Uh-huh. Winner goes for the World Championship belt, I guess. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. In Madison Square Garden. Um,
1: Which, by the way, that, that wasn't a real match. Oh. Bummer. That's sad. It's kind of weird that they didn't have that continuity going, but you know, it was fun. <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> and, they think, couldn't they think about that? I did look up a little bit about Vader. Apparently he was Vader. Very popular wrestler. Oh no, he was the one of the premier guys back then, like probably the first big guy monster character. Yeah, he was a, a heel. he was like he, from didn't
0: Frankie record. refer to him as villain class?
2: Something like that. <laughs> I want to say that he did. He was definitely a heel. Yeah, um, which I only know what it means because of a Pokemon. So um, <laughs> we'll just move on from there.
0: Yeah, um, he's a good Pokemon though. Yeah,
2: it's true. Uh, what? <laughs> there's a Pokemon that's based on. Heel wrestlers. Um, his and name he is, is in in He's
0: yeah. in Smash Bros. He oh, play Smash Bros. Okay. That's yes. why he has like those wrestling moves. Like one of his moves, he like throws. He goes up against the ropes and smashes yeah. India. He does a uh, lariat. Okay, I see now. He does the lariat for his. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. I see now. Super Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Heel does mean bad guy. The face is a good guy. Yeah. So he is a Pokemon based on
2: heel wrestlers. So that is the only reason I know that word is because I know a lot about Pokemon. <laughs> We
3: all come at it from our own ways, you know.
1: <laughs> it's not about how we get there. Um, makes the journey a little smoothly, though. <laughs> it's true.
2: It's true. Mine is very roundabout. Anyway, um, Frankie is teaching uh, Sean and Corey about poetry at this moment. And Corey's like, no, 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 stop. He's like, why? And he's like, talk to your dad uh, about this. And he's like, my dad will not care about poetry. He's like, no, talk to your dad about what he loves. My brother Herman. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> um, he's like no talked about wrestling I don't know what I would say he's like his signature move is the Vader bomb which why he wouldn't know that yeah. I don't know <laughs> that maybe shows a level of like not paying attention to his dad uh-huh. like Frankie could probably give a little bit here <laughs> yes he probably could
1: well he is probably some <laughs> that's true yeah. that's very... he's just in his own
0: world doing
1: his own thing so Frankie is a villain in his own <laughs> way yeah in his own <laughs> way Frankie is a villain um, playing the victim card. If you guys had, if you guys had
2: a, a wrestling move, what would it be called?
0: Oh, man. I guess it depends what my wrestling name is. Well, then come up with it. Oh, gosh.
1: I guess, I guess I'll go first. Mm-hmm. It'd be one of, there are two moves. One would be a submission hold, a heel hook. I'd call it the longbow. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And the other one is just a running knee to the face. Like what uh, Brian Danielson does. I'd call it the long shot. Would you be a Robin Hood-themed wrestler? Because I would definitely root for you. More Native American.
2: Oh, yeah. That works, too. Yeah. (laughs) It it tracks. It it tracks. (laughs) Tomahawk. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I
0: I don't know. I feel like it's just right there, something like a cam slam. Cam slam. But I don't know what
1: that would be. I mean, trust me. you You cannot make it too ridiculous. Like you said, the people's elbow. Well, it's not even the craziest one. There is one by a guy. His wrestling name was Scotty Too Hottie. <laughs> and what, sure. the move he did was called the worm, where he bounced on one foot four times around the ring, did the worm to his opponent was lying on the ground, he had to get up, throw his hands in the air twice, then drop and just punch him in the face.
2: <laughs> That's a lot of steps to get to a punch in the face. And
1: you're telling me this is a made-up
0: thing? <laughs> <laughs> that wrestling isn't real, and it's not really like that. Is it
2: real in your
1: heart, Cameron? Yes. That's, that's, all, that's all that matters. <laughs> I feel like
2: cam slam should have two meanings. One, your name is Cam, and two, you throw them towards the audience or the camera. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and but, but before I do it, they throw me a beverage. And I slam it down. <laughs> and then I slam them.
1: I love it. You you might get stunned by Stone Cold C. Lawson. There you go. <laughs> oh, no. Um,
2: I thought of two. <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> one, if I was a lightweight. If I was in, like, the super lightweight, I want to call it the Jack be Nimble. I don't know what I would do. I just like the idea of a Jack be Nimble. And one, if I was a heavyweight, it would be called by Zeus's beard. <laughs>
1: Great Odin's Raven. Hmm. Great names, great names. But no move to attach a mental image to. You know, I think
2: both of them are the same. I like jump up and and elbow them, like just an elbow drop. Mm-hmm. I always do like the like the high flyers to like jump up and like do
0: a flip, mm-hmm. and then slam into somebody. So probably, probably the cam slam would be
1: some something <laughs> like that. Whenever we talk about yours, I thought of a new ECW guy. His name was Marcus Corban. He throws his opponents in the rope. He runs into a perpendicular rope. And as they're running back, he just sort of shoulder-checks the crap out of them. Sometimes sending them flying out of the ring. I love it. Amazing. Oh, I did forget. In both of my
2: wrestling things, the beard is kind of my thing. Like, okay. Chance the Beard, Robert. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Anderson isn't wrestling enough of a name. Anders.
1: Well. <laughs> Actually, there is a guy named... Uh, there are several them. Arn Anderson, one of the four horsemen, Legendary Faction and Pro Wrestling. There was a guy... Legendary named, Fashion? Faction. Oh,
0: Faction. <laughs> they said Legendary Fashion.
1: <laughs> yeah. One of the four horsemen, Arn Anderson with Ric Flair and... I forgot to have the other two names. I feel terrible now because that is like... Uh, War and Pestilence, I think. <laughs> War and Pestilence. Yeah, yeah. War and Pestilence, Arn Anderson, and Ric Flair. I'm really excited that there are <laughs> factions in wrestling. <laughs> I didn't know this. Oh, there are factions play a huge part in. Uh, that's a whole thing you should look up. Now I need to just watch no. wrestling. No, I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> if you just want funny, stuff, there's a the current group called The New Day. They're funny. Okay. A lot of their things involve uh, just kind of juvenile pranks where they throw pancakes at people. Same shame. Uh, wait, shame. is this an
2: option? Like, can Bibe Merlin's beard be like? Me putting fake beards on them and then just punching them in the face? Or, that would not or be. By the... Zeus's beard? That would not by be.
1: Merlin's beard. <laughs> <laughs> by Merlin's beard. That would not come anywhere close to the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. Back in Vader's time, there, there was a wrestler called Glacier who was just a cheap knockoff of Sub Zero. Like the Mortal Kombat character, Sub Zero. Yes.
2: Okay, I'm here for this. What, what did he do? <laughs> that was the thing. He was knockoff Sub Zero. In, in my mind. How'd he
1: freeze people? It's pro wrestling.
2: It's
0: just all. It's just all part of it.
2: In my mind, he like grabs a like a handful of ice cubes and then takes them and like rubs them on the dude's nipples or something. <laughs> it would be
1: awful. Maybe this. This is before when I really started watching. So yeah, it's very possible. And once again, okay, your ideas are not the most outlandish that ever happened. By Zeus's beard, is now officially. I have a like a pocket full of fake beards, and I put them <laughs> on them and
2: punch them in the face. But it's like a super adhesive like beard, so it really hurts to take off. Mm-hmm. You just like smack it on there. That's who move. Put the beard on.
0: Punches
1: him. <laughs> rips it off.
0: Yanks him down by the beard. That's, you got. You pull up by the beard with one hand, punch with the other, so you get the double Of course,
1: As he pointed out, you don't let go of the beard, so the beard comes off all in one motion. I love it. Yeah. Dear listener,
2: what is your wrestling
1: move, and why are ours bad? <laughs> Justin's is oh, ours, not bad. Ours are all great. His
2: are the best, yes.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if Cameron contributed an idea yet.
3: I don't remember. Um,
0: <laughs> the cam slam. The cam I did like Great Odin's Raven, which would be a jump from the corner post, just like arms outstretched, sort of like Nacho Libre. So would you be a Viking-themed wrestler? I don't see why not. Have an eye patch. (laughs) It seems like it'd be kind of limiting, but well, once again, it's real in
1: my heart. Well, in current WWE, there's a team called the Viking Raiders.
0: Oh, I'd be one of them. They seem like nice guys.
2: <laughs> this <seem, they> <laughs> is wonderful.
0: We get together and go bowling
2: on the weekend. <laughs> is John Cena still a wrestler, or is he done?
1: Uh, he just came back actually. Oh, he's back. What about John Daniel Bryan? Cena! From what I heard, he and CM Punk have just signed with AEW. Okay.
0: Is that a new one? Relatively
1: word? new in the last two three years. It was Cody Rhodes, son of Dusty Rhodes, WWE Hall of Famer, and Matt Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega, probably one of the biggest American stars from Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. I didn't know any
0: of those names, but cool. I feel like I saw the term AEW today because WWE like, just let somebody go. Oh, yeah. And God that's where they're going to go or something.
1: That's, that'd be the uh, popular Ideal. thing for an to Ideal path. Yeah, AEW is a new alternative backed by Tony Khan, the owner of the uh, Jackson Field Jaguars. Okay. I think his dad is richer than Vince McMahon. Wow. My dad is not. Hey,
2: someone's taking on Vince McMahon. That's a good thing.
1: Well, I mean, it'll be a while. I think we need at least another seven to ten years before they even legit competition. By personal preference, people like AEW more because there are good things about it. But in terms of uh, marketability and... Just brand recognition. Yeah, there's
2: just not that history there yet. Yeah, I don't even think people even know there are different wrestling leagues. But anyway, back to the episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this was this was a nice little diversion, though.
2: Uh, yeah, it was my it was my question for the listeners at home. Mm-hmm. Tell us your wrestling move, and tell us why ours are bad. <laughs> Great Odin's Raven. <laughs> um, where were we uh we were talking about oh dear. he, the problem he is says the vader bomb. frankie
0: you need to know he said does he even know it's called a vader bomb mm-hmm. and then here we here, here we are here we are
1: 20 minutes later oh yeah and i love that scene where vader is just so happy to see his son taking an interest in what he does
2: yeah he's like instantly mm-hmm. like he's been waiting for this moment i knew there was something wrong with the bomb that wasn't mm-hmm. it. that was
0: Better than I could do, um, but yeah, they tell him, Frankie. Tell your dad he needs to set the Vader bomb up quicker. And he's like, Father, your Vader bomb. You need to set it up
2: quicker or slower. He like turns to the side, quicker. Yeah, quicker. This is where you get that awesome Frankie cadence. He's like, Father, I have an have a wrestling notion for you. You have wrestling for me. Bring, bring
3: it
0: all. <laughs> Got the arms going.
2: <laughs> yeah, just, uh, it's a visual gag. Go watch the episode and you'll see. Yeah, he did it perfectly. He's even wearing a super tight shirt. Oh, yeah. I actually exclusively wear Vader costumes. The mask, a singlet. All of it. Um, and, yeah, so Frankie's cadence is just fun in this. <laughs> I, per- I believe the Vader bomb would be more effectively performed if done <laughs> quicker or slower. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Yeah, seeing Vader so excited, though that Frankie has shown interest in what he does. Because there's definitely sort of just this block here where Vader doesn't know how to connect with Frankie. Um, But rather than trying to connect with Frankie, he belittles all the things that Frankie's interested in. So not the best approach. (laughs) No. A bad approach. Uh, Yeah. Probably the worst approach. (laughs) But you can see, like he's really excited by this. Like there's a connection with my son. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And he's is this when he's like, you have to, you're ringside with me. Yeah. When I take on Jake the Snake.
2: Yeah. You keep those tips coming. Like I want you ringside with me at the match. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say when the match is because the next day we learn that the match is the same day as the Sweet Sixteen. Dun dun dun. Is Sweet Sixteen even a thing anymore?
0: I don't even remember it being a thing. When I was 16,
2: I don't know. I never had one. There was the MTV show, My Super Sweet 16. I do remember that existed. Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. <laughs> the only thing I know about that show is there are lots of YouTube compilations where you can see white, fake blonde girls freak out because they're not getting the exact car they wanted from that show. They're getting, like, multi-million dollar parties, but they freak out because they're getting a blue Corvette instead of a red one or something. Hmm, I'm
0: sure they're all very well-adjusted individuals now. I'm Hopefully.
1: Sure the, I'm sure the idea of a Sweet Sixteen is just an answer to... You know, the quinceañera. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a
2: much worse form. Bar mitzvah. Form. Yeah. bar mitzvahs. Just like, that kind of like, white people are like, we need something too. <laughs> well, before we go into that territory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> something worse. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember though when I was about that age, any like girls in my class having anything
1: like that. I remember talking about it as like a joke kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely remember people like saying like, "Oh, it's my Sweet Sixteen, but no one like it wasn't like anything extra special.
1: Mm-hmm. Or, like, actually, you know what? Uh, the Sweet Sixteen died when Taylor Swift made twenty-two. <laughs> That's probably true. And it's all about being 22. Ooh, I don't ooh.
0: know about you.
2: But I'm feeling 22. I'm not. I'm feeling 32. and It's very old. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it does not feel as good. i am just saying. Everything hurts all the time.
2: Um, Maybe not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: more than you would think.
2: So I don't think anything really happens at school the next day. I think, like, Frankie and Corey have this talk, and Corey is like, I can't because it's Topanga Sweet 16. Like, I've got to go to that. And he's like, okay, I will just kiss ever having a relationship with my father. Goodbye. Woe is me. (laughs) Who is friends, not I. (laughs) Poor guy. He's like, okay, I'll be there. And Frankie instantly perks up, I know. (laughs) I knew you would be there. Why? Because I try to get everyone to love me. No, I was going to say it was because you have a good heart.
1: But I have noticed that, too. <laughs> yeah,
2: but I've noticed that, too. And then he's like, okay, well, i got to go tell Topanga. And she'll be disappointed, but she still loves me. I'll go tell her. Mm-hmm. So they go into the hallway. Topanga, about your sweet 16. I'll die. I'll just absolutely die. I know I said it wasn't important, but it is important. Uh, my parents danced at, the her- at my mom's sweet 16,
0: okay. and we have to dance at mine. Yep.
2: Yeah. I'll be there. Uh, yeah. I know.
0: I knew you were going to be there. Oh, is it because I have a good heart? No, no it's because you want everyone to love you. <laughs> but you
2: also have a good heart. <laughs> so, this sets up Just... the classic sitcom trope. Corey has two commitments at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Cut to Corey's living room.
1: Yeah. Where they break the meta.
0: <laughs> they do so much, and I love them for it. I've expressed before, this is like one of my favorite types of jokes. I think it's why I like community so much. Just because Abed, like that's his character.
1: He's breaking the fourth wall. Uh
0: Uh-huh. He's just like constantly like, we're on a TV show.
2: And everyone's like, we're not on a TV show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is a cartoon where time is compressed.
2: Trust me. It's the same. (laughs) No, no. You see, a cartoon can cover several days all in one episode. We have to live in real time. No, no. Trust me. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And thus I ask, is Sean God... (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I understand the question
3: now. <laughs> maybe maybe Sean, so.
2: Is Sean Omni
0: aware? I mean, isn't this part of the um, St. Elsewhere verse? Well,
2: oh, everything is part of the St. Elsewhere verse. Maybe. The, the, the Tommy verse. Tommy verse. Maybe he's holding the uh, <laughs> snow globe. Are you aware of the Tommy verse? No. So, St. Elsewhere was a show in the late 80s, kind of early-ish 90s, but mostly in the late 80s. It was a hospital show. And at the last episode, when everything like gets wrapped up, they like zoom out of the hospital in, and like it's the hospital is in a snow globe, and everything in St. Elsewhere happened in the head of this young boy with autism. But this presents a problem where St. Elsewhere crossed over with many other shows that crossed over with many other shows that crossed over with many other shows, meaning that almost all of TV takes place in the head of this young boy, Tommy, who has autism. (laughs) TV doesn't actually exist, it's all just tommy's inner imagination makes sense to me yes what is tv if not our imagination things like the new york blackout that happened on like friends and seinfeld and some other shows like all of those connecting them showing that they're in the same world well friends had a mork and mindy like crossover and mork and mindy had a direct crossover with uh Saint elsewhere thus like all of friends just happens in the Tommyverse. so mm-hmm. so everything's all connected
0: yeah, it has something to do with Steve Urkel, I think. Yeah, because Steve. Steve Urkel says like I have I got a letter from my pen pal Corey Mat- Corey from Philadelphia Corey Matthews in Philadelphia.
2: Well, but that's not even like you don't even need that because Sabrina crosses over mm-hmm. with it and so it's just it's all connected. connected,
0: all of TV, and so Sean must. Be standing next to him, looking over his shoulder or something.
1: Yeah, Tom. He's aware of the Tommyverse, uh-huh. and you guys thought the MCU was ambitious. <laughs> yes, the most ambitious crossover of all time. Yeah.
0: So. So we don't understand wrestling at all,
2: but. <laughs> yeah, I I can't tell you, I know Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin was a person. Know nothing about him. Like, zero about him. But, if you want to talk about the Tommyverse, I can tell you about it all day long. I'm sure wrestling has their own ideas on it, too. It's true. I bet there's been some crossovers from wrestling. I mean, it's part of. Because it crosses over <laughs> a Boy Meets world right here. It's true. <laughs> it's part of the Tommyverse. Oh, goodness. But yeah, so Sean comes over. He's got it. He knows how we're going to do it. It's a classic Flintstones. Fred has to be at the Water Buffalo party and at Pebble's first birthday. Mm-hmm. Classic. It's all about
0: being in one spot and then you come to the other spot. The most important thing is
2: costume changes. Mm-hmm. And remembering those costume changes. Mm-hmm. You can't ta- leave your Water Buffalo hat on. That's how you get caught.
0: Uh-huh. And he was never anywhere for more than 75 seconds.
2: Well, but how, how does that translate to real time? It's fine. No, wh- it, it doesn't <laughs> matter. This it, is real. It's the, same. it's the same. Trust me. <laughs> so, um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sean is aware that he is in a television show, apparently. Which, I mean, it's so good. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, they've got they've got the plan. Cut to Topanga, Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. There's only three tenths of a mile between oh, the yes. two places. So the, it's doable. He just can't spend more than seventy five seconds. So Sean hides behind a plant. At Topanga Suite 16 with a watch, counting down 75 seconds, and then they go to the wrestling match, and then they go from the wrestling match back, and mm-hmm. never spending more than 75 seconds at a location. It's classic setup. Classic setup. How could this
0: all have been avoided, Chance?
2: Um, By saying, hey Topanga, I'm going to be late. I'm going to this wrestling match. This is why, because Frankie really loves his dad and wants to get mm-hmm. his approval. And he needs my help. Or. I have a good heart. Yeah. Or, hey Frankie, the beginning of the match isn't super important, so I'm going to spend the first hour at Topanga Sweet 16, give her the dance she wants, then come and help you with your dad. But those are no fun. (laughs) (coughs) It's just like one line of communication would fix the entire problem. Who wants that? I wouldn't watch that. (laughs) This is much more fun. And we get Sean. No, trust me. It's the same. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing.
0: Um... And so then, here we are. We are in the ring.
2: Do you want to start at the ring, or do you want to start at the
0: party? Doesn't it start at the ring? I don't remember. It starts at the ring. Okay, cool. I'm fairly certain. Sure. We just cut to the... Yeah, because we see outside the arena, and they were inside, and, mm-hmm. like, Vader comes in with Frankie and Sean and Corey behind him. They get mentioned
2: yeah. by the announcer. Several times. This is actually a question I have for adjusted. Do the people that the wrestlers bring to the match get... Getting mentioned this often
1: by the announcer? Oh yeah, it's a pretty common thing. I actually read an article where there's a guy giving a critique about the episode. Like, where's security, and why are you letting these kids in? Whenever in a lot of wrestling programs, they have guests that come with them, and they'll announce them. Like oh, one wow. that I remember is Shane McMahon. Whenever he was coming with his uh, three sons, they made mentions of all of them, and they were on the stage doing the Shane O'Mac dance with their dad. So it's not huh. out of you character. Know, it's a family sport. Oh, okay. You know,
2: I, I thought this was. Weird and unrealistic. And I mean, not.
0: wrestling, from my very limited knowledge, is about the story as much as it is about anything else. And so, by having Frankie there, there's just that narrative thread. Yeah, that's very interesting.
2: Although at one point he's like, "Where are those tips from Frankie now?" Or something. I'm just like,
1: "Really? Is that what it would be being said right now?" <laughs> well, I guess it depends on how they're formatting the story. Yep, It's mm-hmm. <laughs> true.
0: What package did they give everyone?
1: <laughs> what package? Did they... The the only thing. That's not realistic, I guess. It's just having the announcer, you know, where everybody in the stadium can hear him. That's more of a you're watching it at home on the TV thing.
2: Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what if Topanga knows the whole thing? Well, she's kind of... From the beginning. From the
2: very beginning. And she's watching on TV. And we're
0: seeing her perspective of her watching it on TV in the corner.
2: I actually have that same thought because why would this be on at Topanga Sweet 16 if she were not watching it knowing exactly (laughs) what was going on?
1: I think it helps the character more, too. Whenever she's just sitting at the party where everyone's going, waiting. Yeah. Like, she just wants him to be honest. Mm-hmm.
0: She just wants to give him the chance to come clean.
1: Yeah,
2: she just wants him to be honest. And she knows that he's helping out a friend. Because he's got a good heart. Because he's got a he good heart. He wants everybody to love him. Because he, he's a people pleaser.
1: <laughs> Although, before they go to, back to the party, I do like the part where is, uh... Where are you guys going? We need to buy programs. We can't <laughs> tell that he went to face the party. It's like... My dad? Not my dad. What's hard about
3: that? (laughs) (laughs) My father? Not my father. Yeah, what's so hard about that?
2: So they run out of the stadium. They do their costume change, which apparently they're doing very quickly. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, they got three-tenths of a mile to as they're hoofing it. They can take the t-shirt off. They've already got the dress shirt on, put the suit jacket on.
2: They probably have a tie on under the t-shirt, too. Yeah, and then put everything in the bag. Um, It's a simple change. Corey's walking around, and he... I don't know if it's charming or sleazy, but he like... Like, bumps into the bank. He's like, Oh, hey, there you are. I've been looking
1: for you all night. <laughs> he's just gaslighting her. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not definitely.
2: great. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, There you are. Um, well, look at me. I'm keeping you from your guests. Go mingle.
1: <laughs> like, how long are we all actually here? There's your aunt right there. <laughs> yeah. She might not be here later. Why don't you sit down and talk to her? Yeah. <laughs> and then he. <laughs> He takes
2: off. Sean's the whole time like, 75, <laughs> 75. Mm-hmm. So they take off.
0: They take off. They come back with their Vader masks on.
2: Yeah, Vader masks on. Like, where have you been? We had to buy a Vader mask. The line. The line was so long. Yeah. Well, <laughs> your tips are not working. And they're like, he's setting up for the snake jumpers. DDT.
0: DDT. I don't know what that
2: stands for. Uh, It's more of an empty acronym okay. Uh, I love empty acronyms. It's my favorite kind. <laughs> Setting
1: up for the DDT. He's like. A little, little fun fact Jake Sick Roberts, the creative DDT, he did it on accident. Because the normal move was just a front face lock where he's got him in his arm. But he tripped, so he legit spiked the person and they got knocked out. <laughs> oh, dang. I didn't even know that was, like, a Jake the Snake-specific move. Yeah, he's the first guy who ever did it, and now there are tons of variations of it. But, Jake. Well, the DDT is a classic wrestling move, but yeah, Jake Snake Roberts, creator of the DDT. Okay. Like, oh, wait, I remember why he named it the DDT. It's because it's named after a, a pesticide that when inhaled, hell. does a lot of neuro, neurological damage. <laughs> and that it makes sense. a lot of
2: neurological
0: I was like, I know that's a pesticide that, like, caused a lot of problems. <laughs> Like they they sprayed it for bugs, but then fish would eat the bugs, and like bald eagles would eat the fish, and then their eggs would like not hatch. Um, gosh, it was it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do they don't use DDT anymore, except in wrestling. Oh yes. Yeah. there are tons of versions. Oh.
2: The DDT. Um, so. Vader counters, gets the upper hand for a second, and the boys are like, we gotta go.
1: And, you know, sorry, sorry to cut you off. But no, like, you're good. It's funny. It's like, your tips aren't working. Uh, Jake's taking is setting for the DDT. Tell him to counter. He's a goner. Like Vader wouldn't know to do that in the <laughs> first place. <Yeah. laughs> this, what we
0: don't see... Is mm-hmm. backstage, before they come out, through some hijinks of Corey and Sean, Vader actually bumps his head and forgets everything he ever knew about wrestling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the only thing he knows about wrestling is exactly what Frankie tells uh-huh. him. <laughs> it's a classic setup. It's really weird that they cut that part out. It's in
0: the deleted scenes. but uh
1: You really cut up the hard dips. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Big mistake if you ask me, but, you know, who's going to tell them what to do?
1: If that would be like, a
2: sixteen to twenty-five year old boy <laughs> telling a professional wrestler who already has a world championship what to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is the heavyweight champion of the world. That would be like us telling Michael Jacobs in the writers' room what to do. <laughs> We've done it before. <laughs> then we'll do it again. We kind of made a whole thing out of it, huh? Yeah. Um, so the boys take off again. What excuse do they use the second time? I don't think they use excuse like time. The end. <laughs> oh no, yeah. The he's end. Like because uh, the end. Yeah. No <laughs> excuse. Gotta go and, and this time he arrives with the mask on and you're like oh this is where he's gonna get caught he's gonna be caught with the mask on but sean catches it mm-hmm. it's like put the mask away yeah
0: and then topanga's there and she's like it's time we're gonna do our dance and mm-hmm. she's like yep you i don't know why he says yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the weirdest part because he's like because he's actually the one who brings up the dance he's like let's do that special dance and she's like i'll go talk to the dj
0: Corey, look and then he points to the tv and...
2: And Vader's... Jake up. the Snake is taking the snake out of the bag? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, Jake Snake, Robert, one of the things that he had a anaconda that he kept in a bag that he'd use the suck out his opponents. It's usually what he did after the match when he won.
2: Okay. Did He didn't, like, wrestle with the snake, like... Wrap it around their neck or something, because that would be unsafe,
1: right? Not during really the wrestling match, anyways. <laughs> okay.
0: It um, psyched me out. <laughs> That's
2: all I got to say. But yeah, they're like, look,
1: he's taking the snake out of the bag. You know what
2: that means. He's a goner without our help. Yeah, but we got to get back before this song starts. What are you talking she about? She just
0: went to go tell them to turn on the song. <laughs>
2: you you were there. She said, I'm going to go tell the DJ to start the song. What are, what are you talking about? Yeah.
0: But they leave, and then the song starts, In mm-hmm. Topanga... Looking sad. Yeah, she looks sad. I noticed the faces of the people in the background who were dancing. Like, the couple to her left on the screen were like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, no, where's Corey? <laughs> uh, good extras. Good extras. I you know, seen. out of all of the things, out of all of the things in this episode... This is the most unrealistic. And here's why. One, it's her whole family. Like, her dad would go dance with her someone. But two, a girl who looks like Topanga, even with a boyfriend, has got 20 guys trying to be her best friend Uh that go follow her everywhere she goes. Yeah, and would dance with her in that moment. (laughs) And would see her standing there alone and sad. Just no one who looks like Topanga is going to be alone in a red dress on a dance floor. It's just not gonna happen. We don't have a lot of time for extra drama. <laughs> I was a high school boy. I know these things. How long ago?
3: Well, we're not gonna <laughs> talk about that, <laughs> right? <laughs> now. Ever
2: longer ago. <laughs> Every moment we sit here, it was longer ago. <laughs> um, but still, I know how these things work, and she's Topanga, freaking Lawrence. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so they take off, they go back, they don't have their masks this time, Mm -hmm. sure. And they're just like, I don't have any more tips. And Vader gets knocked
0: out of the ring, and he's like, you got anything for me? That wasn't a good one. That was more of a Batman. Yeah. I'm not going to do that again. I I, I think I'm losing my shot at the boat, son. He's asking for more tips, and Frankie's like, I don't have any tips. All I have for you are the love of a son to his father, and you're the world champion of my heart. Even if you don't win, like you're still the world champion of my heart. He's like, but it'd be
1: okay if I won, though. Yes, <laughs> that's what my friends came for. Yeah,
0: my friends did come all this way. Uh-huh. Um, and, they've, they've run at least a mile, and then in our at head, this
2: point. In our head canon he uh, he remembers everything he used uh, to know about wrestling.
0: The camera zooms in on his eye, like <laughs> into his brain, and suddenly, just like some neural connection reconnects, and he's just I have the power. I remember all
1: my moves. Yeah, I thought we were watching Jimmy Neutron for a second. Brain blast. I never watched that show,
2: so I don't get that reference.
1: You disappoint me.
2: If you start a Jimmy Neutron
1: podcast, I will
2: come on for an episode. <laughs> yeah, we've already ex- expressed how I watched Jimmy Neutron
0: when I was probably too old <laughs> to be watching Jimmy Neutron.
2: But I did. I've never seen an episode. I know that he has a robot dog. Mm-hmm. I know who, that he switched places with the Fairly Oddparents kid. Mm-hmm. That does happen too. Those are the two things I know about Jimmy Neutron. Fairly
0: Oddparents was pretty
2: good. Never watched that the one. a quality show. But it's still going. It is? I think so. Wow, I know
0: Spongebob is also still going. And that's crazy.
2: The Spongebob era of things is just... I don't... After after Spongebob, I know nothing about Nickelodeon. Zoe 101 was a thing. Victoria Justice had like nine shows. I don't know. Nickelodeon, what are you doing? Come on the show. (laughs) Salute your shorts. That's my Yeah, that that was the show. Guts. Are you afraid of the dark? Space cases. (laughs) (laughs) No. Not that again.
0: (laughs) Um... Anyway, so everything has snapped back into place in Vader's mind, mm-hmm. according to our reading of the show. And so he goes back in and just begins to pound on Jake the
2: Snake. Yeah, he sets up and executes the Vader bomb mm-hmm. in a quick way this time. Which looks like it would be painful. Yeah, he, he, he like climbs up the the spokes? Turnbuckle. The turnbuckle, okay. What a great name. <laughs> he climbs up the turnbuckle and like just like... Flicks his feet out and like body slams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hard. I think
1: he was the first big guy to ever b- do a move like that. Oh. Him and Yokozuna. And was he a Hawaiian gentleman? Uh, he was a sumo. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. His yeah. was pretty similar, but instead of kicking his feet out, he just wouldn't turnbuckle, second rope, jumped off, kept hanging on the rope, and just kind of sat on you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> love it. Wow. That's my new move,
2: actually. <laughs>
3: The just butt, the butt press. press. I think I, I, I
2: think I named my original one by Zeus's beard. Uh, I think I'm changing it to by Zeus's butt. <laughs> <laughs> by Zeus's butt. <laughs> um, it's like a
0: Bowser in Smash Bros. You just
2: jump up and slam mm-hmm. down. And the boys are so excited by Vader winning and yeah. like this whole thing that they just lose track of their time. They like cheer and apparently they cheer for a very. Very long time with with them because when they get back the party's over. Like the party clearly more over. than seventy five seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this there's four scenes that we're supposed to believe happened for seventy five seconds. Yeah, you also have travel time in between. But two, three,
0: uh, three tenths of a mile. They're not sweaty though. They haven't been running. They don't seem out of breath. No, <laughs> you think they're just taking only shortly.
2: Well, they're probably
0: hustling, but not as much as they could.
2: It's just. This party was apparently the shortest Sweet Sixteen in history. Either that or Topanga after the song was like, Everybody out! (laughs) Party's over! Get out of here! I can't dance in my Sweet Sixteen!
0: No one will!
2: Flips the table.
0: (laughs) Mommy, Daddy, I'm so upset.
2: Why didn't I have an elephant at my party? Exactly. I'm assuming that's what they would say on my Super Sweet Sixteen. They, I mean, there's probably one where they say that. I
0: don't know.
1: You know, with those MTV shows, you know, Cribs, Pimp My Ride, My Sweet Sixteen, you just never know. You, you never know.
0: Yeah, that's part of the fun of watching. It's the revelation of what crazy things going to happen.
2: I have seen one episode of Cribs and none of those other
0: shows, so... I'm trying to think. I've seen a few episodes of Teen Mom. Sarah was watching. And so I just yeah
1: Sarah was watching yeah
0: Sarah was watching wink wink the <laughs> same old, reason that I watch Bluey and Paw Patrol is because my kids watch them
2: Bluey is a delight and I will hear nothing to the contrary oh
0: yeah I would never talk bad about Bluey
2: um I will say that the one episode of MTV Cribs I ever saw it was a rapper I want to say it was Kanye West but i I'm, I'm probably wrong but whoever the rapper was he was like. Everyone talks big about this beverage. They call it Cristal. Well, I found at my local grocery store, and it was only 75 cents, this Cristal Light. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, this stuff is great. And it's super cheap, and it's a bougie drink. (laughs) I was just like, what's happening? What's happening over there? I, I can get down with some Crystal Light. I mean, I loved Crystal Light as a kid. My mom was like a no sugar mom. So like Crystal Light was like the only flavor beverage we mm-hmm. really got. We were, we loved the strawberry kiwi. Mm, it's a good choice. Did y'all do Crystal Light?
1: Oh, uh, no. Sells so and all that stuff. Whatever. Uh. Well, Crystal Light was like a Kool-Aid, but it was sugar-free. Like mm-hmm. totally. So... I could taste the lack of sugar.
0: <laughs> Just from the name.
1: Well, funny enough, mom tells me stories about when I even when I was a baby, I think like maybe two and all that, she'd have like a diet coke, I'd take a drink, and I'd hate it. I like said I turned the camera and look at the face and said, You can't even read <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> I know it's dying. You know. disgusting. I, I do I think that way about aspartame all the time, so yeah, diet drinks are just not good. But Crystal Light's all right. Yeah. So anyway, they get back to Tadanga's party, and she's like, how was the fight? He's like, what gave it away? And she points at the TV, thus proving our point that she knew the whole time. Uh-huh. She had to have. Yeah. And uh, he, she was like, I know you have a good reason. Tell me your good reason, Corey. <laughs> And he, he does. I mean, you've already pointed out. Could have been resolved. Yes.
0: Way simpler. Um, just wanted to help Frankie get closer with his dad. And she's like, oh, it looks like you did it. Okay. And it just shows them in the ring, like, Victorious,
2: and I think Daniel Fishel does a great job acting here. She's like acceptant but still sad. She's like, you definitely get the sense that this isn't a big deal. She'll forgive him tomorrow. She's just sad right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's it's nice, it's fine. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, but then it's like, just wanted like a special moment.
1: well they got a special moment. weren't they dancing in the ring? The next thing. Yeah,
2: uh-huh. yeah. Well, yeah, because Corey goes over to Sean, and he's just like, I screwed up, and he's like, Well, Frankie does owe you a favor. Mm-hmm. And
0: then it's just the very
2: next scene, it's them. Yeah. And then it, it, it like pulls ring, back ring. in there
0: in the in the ring, yeah, dancing is to that, 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 whatever that song is. I don't think it's actually a real song.
2: No, it's just like Happy Birthday Night mm-hmm. or Sweet 16.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think it was specifically for this show. Probably. Like, I don't think it exists elsewhere.
2: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Because even the saxophone in it just feels very part of the, the musical
2: feel of the show. hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and so they dance in the ring, and uh, Corey's like, "Are you ready?" She's like, "I've always been ready to dance with you." And then the very the sweetest part of this whole thing is it cuts over to Frankie and Sean. Frankie and Sean eating popcorn, watching them dance, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Not kind of. It is. It's just weird, but it's also sweet. Yeah, like, no, it's weird. But Sean like only weird in a in just an odd odd moment of lucidity. <laughs> it was like, poetry in motion, huh? <laughs>
0: Maybe this is when he starts liking poetry. Yeah. He's like, I get it now. Yeah. Because we know later, I know we don't like to take future knowledge into account, but yeah, later but he, he does become a poet and like... Yeah, he becomes a poet. Like, writes poetry, which is what poets do. Yeah. Um, but just gains an appreciation for it. Maybe this is the moment. It could be. That likes that for him.
2: He's like, poetry in motion. And Frankie's like, oh, so you're starting to understand after all. Because he's like agreeing, and he's like, How many rounds do you think they'll go? Those two, they're gonna go the distance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I've never seen the series, so I trust that's true. There's More some or bumps along the way, but when isn't there? More or less.
2: Um, and then it cuts to them dancing, and they say something sweet to each other that I don't really care what it was. And, mm-hmm. and then, like, the end credits, yeah. like the little tag at the
0: end is like, Vader's talking to Frankie in the ring. Wow. Like, well, but we don't know that yet. Yes. He's like, Man, this has just been so great. I'm gonna show you my new move, the Vader. I forget
1: what we'd said it earlier. I'd guess something like the Vader salt or whatever. Yeah, Vader Salt. I think that's what you said.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and so he just kinda of climbs up and then it cuts back to Corian De Pangan. He's like, I just always wanna be there and like keep you safe and he's like, Take one step to the left <laughs> And so they do and then Vader just like slams right
2: down. Which I watched twice because I was trying to see how it's different from the Vader bomb, and I think he does a somersault in yeah. the air, and then because like the Vader
0: bomb is just like he kicks his legs out and falls. This is like a flip. A, yes. Is it a backflip? I
2: think so
1: because yeah. he like the kicks back his back legs. Just, out. Just like a backflip.
0: I mean that gets you some
1: more of that force. Yeah. Well, the movie is normally called a moon salt in W W E because Vader is so big, he kind of has a curve to it. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So is the Vader salt a real thing? Yes, yeah, so the movie did. And okay. it was always a spectacle because <laughs> Vader is the... Uh, He's a large I player. mean, that's
0: just impressive to see <laughs> someone that big moving that much.
1: Absolutely. In a lot of ways, he was considered a freak of nature. And it was tragic when he died. Uh-huh. Vader's dead? Yeah, he died a few years ago. Heart failure.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's pretty common for a lot of, like... Bigger guys like that. Rest- like, pro wrestlers.
1: Oh, yeah. Back then, because of the nature of the business, a lot of them got addicted to painkillers and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: really unfortunate. What a sad note to end on.
2: Yeah, uh, but though a happier note to end on, he holds this shot of him like with a happy face, like like doing a fist bump or like a mm-hmm. a fist it's like, raise. It's like a yeah. They hold it for a really long time, and you're like, oh, it's probably just like paused, but they're still swaying, and his fist is kind of shaking. And he just kind of like looks at Frank, and, and it's like it. an uncomfortably long time they held on the <laughs> shot, where like no one's talking, and like he's not even making the sound anymore of the yeah. He's just got his mouth open like It's he. like we have
0: 3 more seconds of the episode we need to fill to meet like our requirement. Just hold oh, like there. We, there's there's nothing else to do. Just, just hold this.
2: Hold. This. I, like I said, I watched the ending twice real quick. And they just they hold on that shot for an uncomfortable amount of time. Um and then the episode is over. Amazing. <laughs> So um, we did it. We we covered this episode. Mm-hmm. See, this is why I'm saying that this episode is like fluff because there's not really anything to talk about. It's like a shenanigan happens, mm-hmm. but I love a Philly shenanigan. It is.
1: Oh, I know. Looking at the timer, <laughs> It seems we like we it.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, we did. We did. We did our. We took each scene and we <laughs> talked about what happened uh-huh, and uh-huh. kind of used that as a conversation starter. <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> just like.
2: There's a lot of tangents to this, as, um, as there should the be. The name of the game. It's really tangents meet world. What well
0: meets world fever, colon, a tangent <laughs> podcast.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so ratings. Cameron, what did you rate it? You know, I think of all the episodes, especially this season that we've watched, this is like one of the best. Mm-hmm. And for that reason alone, I'm going to give it a 10. Wow. I had such a good time from start to finish. Sure there could have been some conversation that would have fixed it all, but where's the fun in that? I had a really fun time. Like some good laughs. Just really enjoyed myself. So I'm giving it a 10.
1: Wow, okay. What did you what do you think? Out of 10? I'm gonna withhold a rating just because I have a lot of uh, knowledge of wrestling and you know rules of TV these days. So there's something I have a hard rating in my mind, but it's like it's not fair because there are things I know and some incontinuity. Like that's really nitpicky, and I enjoyed the show. <laughs> so I'll say no rating, but I enjoyed the episode, and I'm glad I watched it. It's
0: like a pass fail. You'd give it a pass.
1: Yeah,
2: a pass fail. Okay, we can work with that. Um, I'll, I'll allow it. I, I'm gonna give it an eight, not quite a ten. <laughs> Ten is a bit much for me, because um, it is an episode where nothing really happens. Yeah, but we all know I love a Philly shenanigan. It is. It's a good Philly shenanigan, and it's a Frankie episode. I love a Frankie episode. I love me some Frankie, and Vader, this is the best Vader's ever been or ever going to be in this show.
3: You're
1: not around anymore?
2: No, this is the last time we will see you, Vader. Rest in peace. He's in another episode.
1: An earlier episode. Where I thought you said this was the last episode he's in. Well, this is the
2: last one he's in, but he's in an earlier episode.
1: Oh okay. he's in two he's in earlier episodes. He's in two? Mm-hmm. He is, yeah. He's yeah. in a
0: season two episode and a season three episode.
1: Yeah. And you said you said this last one of Frankie was in or
0: Frankie's in two more. Frankie is in one more as like a as like a plot point. And then one more is just like a cameo.
2: Yeah, one more where he's just like a cameo like, Hey, this is a character that used to be on the show.
0: Yeah. Their graduation. Yeah.
2: So we will only see Frankie two more times. He will only
1: be relevant one more time. He will be dearly loved. Yes. Forever.
2: Frankie
0: He's already the world champion of our heart. Oh.
1: And why is he the world champion of your heart? It's just It doesn't yeah. matter why he's <laughs> the world champion of your heart. He's a still light. We want to thank you for listening to this podcast. It was a lot of fun. More meets world. It was nice. Justin's going to watch the whole thing now. I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> um, That's fair. NVPs. Who are NVPs? Um,
1: I went first last time.
2: Gosh, it's between Frankie and Sean. They're both so good.
1: I think it's got to be Frankie, because I, I just live for the way he speaks. Mm-hmm.
2: it's it's really hard in a frankie episode to not give to it give it to, to anybody frankie else because yeah. he is ian supley ethan supley is just such a he's such a presence mm-hmm. yeah. um i mean he would go on to my name is earl uh we remember the titans just remember the titans. yes there's no we <laughs> oh that's
1: where he's from i thought he looked familiar yeah uh-huh. remember the titans evolution although, although i was thinking of varsity blues and not remember the titans yeah I, I think it needs to go the frankie
2: frankie yeah sean is hilarious especially with i have no idea where i am <laughs> and um, i thought we've expressed a couple of times during this exact episode it's Sometimes true i have no idea where i am right now <laughs> um And trust me, it's the same thing. No, trust me, it's the same thing. <laughs> Both are very funny moments, um but in the end of the day, this is Frankie's episode. Sorry, Topanga. <laughs> Technically, you're the other half of this episode, but mm-hmm. right. If we give a, if we give a most valuable appearance, it's Topanga. She looks great in her Sweet Sixteen dress with her hair. She has the best hair in Hollywood at this time, hands down. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. Sorry, Eric and Sean. To They're not even, the best Eric's not even in this episode. episode. Nope. No Eric. No parents. No Feeny. No Feeny. You're missing like half the main cast, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a bottle episode with a giant crowd. <laughs> it's, so it's a d-
0: bottle episode that takes place in
2: several locations <laughs> over a couple of days. Yes. It's not a bottle episode at all. It's a bottle episode with a ton of extras in a lot of different locations, but they aren't paying those main cast members, so. So in that regard, yes. Um...
0: Yeah, and then boys meet. Boys meet. Flintstones dilemma. Love it. Or boy meets Flintstones dilemma.
2: Yeah, boy meets Flintstones dilemma. I think that is the. I think that's the name of the episode. Did you have anything in mind? What does Corey meet in the episode? Hmm.
1: I oh, know. I think you guys express the dog very well. Yeah. Flintstones yeah, dilemma. Yeah. Flintstones dilemma.
0: Yeah.
2: Classic. Um, although I will say, like we said about. Dangerous secret, and I don't think this is going to become a trend. Uh, sweet 16 16, and 16
0: candles and 400 pound I mean. men is a really good name, yeah. It's a great name for an episode. <laughs> you're it, just like, oh my,
1: I feel like you're gonna um, do an episode, it's got to be based around Frankie somehow. Like, who has fans? I, <laughs> something like that. I love that. Oh, goodness.
2: Uh, we did it. Mm-hmm. We're done. Another one, another one in the bag. Um, a fairly iconic one not like super iconic but you know it's a 10 um time like timeline wise we know that sean or topanga is younger than sean mm-hmm. but older, older than cory
0: her birthday is somewhere in november
2: <clears throat> yeah somewhere november ish uh, maybe october
1: ish but
0: probably no because we've already passed like the halloween dance this and next the... week is
1: um thanksgiving Oh, this is yeah. a bit more analytical than I thought it was. Well,
2: so we've actually created a, a bit of a tomb for ourselves, actually, uh-huh. in the fact that we're analyzing the show's continuity to make, and the show is always right, and if the show ever contradicts itself, it is not the show's fault, it is our poor understanding of the show, so we have to figure out how it works. Mm-hmm. There is time travel involved, and oh, pocket yes. and pocket dimensions. There's time travel, there's pocket
1: dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> Ambitious. Ambitious. Yeah. I wait to hear that tangent episode. <laughs> um, so it's just a little thread that runs throughout.
2: This is the first confirmation we get. Um, Topanga is turning 16 in February-esque. That means Sean is already November, 16. November-esque. Oh, yeah. November-esque. Thank you. That means Sean is already 16 and Corey is 15. We know his birthday is around mm-hmm. the end he of the year. He gets a birthday episode, yeah. Um, well, and just other, and uh, he's uh, in April. Other scenes. april Other seasons have confirmed that. So, I think we can firmly put them in 10th grade. You turn 16 in 10th grade. Mm -hmm. Corey and Sean are not that smart to be Mm -hmm. head grades. So, um, I think we can clearly put them in 10th grade, which has been a question this season, of which grade they are in. We're going to firmly say the timeline, they're in 10th. Corey misspoke earlier when he said he was in 11th grade. Has to be. Yeah. I think we will even get further confirmation down the line that he is in 10th, so...
1: Guess he's failing math too.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what grade am I? Is it ten or eleven? <laughs>
1: <laughs> ten. Must, bigger, right? Yeah, ten.
2: <laughs> and you may be thinking, who would do that? I forget my age all the time. I am constantly like, I'm like 35 or something. I don't know. I don't
0: feel like when you're a teenager
1: that you do that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> 16. Back then, every year matters. Uh-huh. But this year, I was like, I'm how old am I? Yeah. And I. I actually had to have uh, Google tell me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, hey Google, how how old am I? I don't remember. That's funny. You're as old as I tell you. Uh, you are. Well, Justin, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Did you enjoy it? Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> I wasn't sure how it'd go since I have a very, very limited knowledge of Boy Meets World. But you know what? You guys, you guys made it fun. You were. Uh, Patient, and I got to share my knowledge of what I did know. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. We needed someone
2: who knew wrestling for this episode. It is the most wrestling episode.
0: Yeah. Not the only wrestling episode. No, yeah, there's there. one Four. other. Four?
2: Four? I think of three. Three?
0: Oh, yeah, there is. There's later.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. There is another ep- wrestling episode eventually.
1: Yeah. I can only think of three, though. Oh, it's just a quick rookie I saw, so. Could be wrong.
0: Oh, I, I, well, I guess we'll see. Anyway. Um, another tangent. Matter. We need him.
2: Um, Does not matter. Uh, Justin, it was great to have you on. Um, We know that next time we have you on, you will have seen every episode of Boy Meets World. A couple times. Probably Uh Girl Meets World at least once
1: all the way through. There's a a a a
0: sequel series. Because this show ended in 2000, and then in like 2015 Is
1: it like his daughter or something? Yeah,
0: it's like Corey and Topanga. It's 2013
2: to 2016.
1: Oh, okay.
0: yeah. I think. In like New York City with I their daughter long. and son. It only, yeah, it only ran three seasons. It only ran
2: three seasons. It, it was fairly popular. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to have to dig into why it stopped. Yeah. <clears throat> because the ratings were really good. It was fairly popular. It wasn't super popular with fans of fans Boy Meets yeah, World. because it's not quite the same. It is a very... Um, disney channel version of this show which the show was an abc like family sitcom so not necessarily geared towards kids mm-hmm. um but it was definitely geared towards teenage girls so which we are not yes which we if, never have been if there was any doubt um but yeah uh thank you to dizzy parker for our theme song um you can find a link to the video that it comes from and then everything else that he does uh in our description mm-hmm. is there anywhere people can find you Yeah, are you on social media or anything, or have any projects you want to plug? If you don't, that's cool.
1: You can usually find me on Facebook. I'm told people love my memes on there.
2: I do. I'm a big fan. I never get on Facebook, so... Justin Justin Jefferson? Yes. At Mm -hmm. Facebook.com.
0: He also does a Mean Maui impersonation.
1: Yes. That is true, actually. I do Maui kids' birthday parties for Project Princess.
2: Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Do, Do you sing the You're Welcome song? I've only had two once. Uh, can you regale us with a line or two? Maybe next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares.
1: <laughs> if you want to hear that impersonation, be sure to tune in for more Boy Meets World Fever. Ooh. Ooh,
2: thank you for that hook. Yeah, we're gonna we're
0: gonna it's make that. we to keep them coming back.
2: <laughs> um, find us at BG World Fever everywhere. Uh, Cameron does a great job on Instagram. I post sometimes on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's known to make the occasional Twitter post. Um, or tweet, as they call it. But our our Instagram is going real well. No one knows it's a podcast account. Everyone thinks it's a fan account. Um, which it is in, a, in
0: it, a way. It is in a sense. But, you know, it still gets out there like, hey, here's the episode. Mm-hmm. You should watch this. Or listen to this don't watch it and all of, to see. all of this
1: all of that Uncle Iro does say it's best to believe in one cell. <laughs> it's true
2: mm-hmm. but uh we've gotten some posts that have gotten some traction lately yeah. so Cameron's hard work is really paying off um, people will only like things of Corey, Sean and Topanga <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you do Corey, Sean and Topanga people will like it if you do anything else less so <laughs> less so so um, Cameron you know what to post mm-hmm. um, but that's all I've got that's all I've got cool so from all of us here at Boy Meets World Fever, so long, world. So long, world.
0: Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, world. Nobody cares about you, world. When the
3: boy meets world.